Hey y'all, I'm Myth, and I'm the weirdest bitch you know. This is my podcast. Hey, how you doing? I want to talk about some stuff, and of course, I have a very raspy voice because... I'm dealing with some allergies. I think that's what it is. I thought I was getting sick. Uh, I took a COVID test. It was negative, luckily. Um, I'm not totally sure what it is, but me and my Nana are both suffering. We both have um, raspy, painful throat disease right now. So... um, of course, I want to I want to push through it and make an episode anyway. Um and of course it comes around the time that I'm also like about to be on my period and I'm just, you know. I I know maybe people don't want to hear about my period, but um I think if you're ADHD and you notice that around your period that everybody just sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher just totally doesn't make sense. Um, I just want to tell you, you're not alone. My executive dysfunction is way, way, way more dysfunctional around my period. I just, it's like people are saying words, but they do not register. I cannot compute in the way I normally do. So um, anyway, <laughs> it's a perfect time to release a podcast episode Um, but the reason I'm making this actually, well, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. One thing I want to talk about, yeah, I do want to talk about menstruation a little bit. Um, and I want to talk about boundaries, boundaries, and what else? Some new offerings I have that I'm excited about because I think, I think this is going to be good. I... Should I share it immediately? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and share it because either way, one of them I'm gonna do either way, but I'm experimenting with another platform. Most of y'all who've had a reading from me, you've either gone through this app I do contracting work for that I will not be naming because they don't pay me for that. Um <laughs> Or you have come directly to my website, sleepyhousehealing.com, and I have given you a reading live, you know? Um, I guess, actually, I've done a few other readings, like, here and there, I've I've read for people on lives and stuff, you know, just mini readings, but basically, I am setting myself up with another platform where I can give video readings uh, you submit your question, I will channel, pull three or so cards, send you back a five-minute video within three days. I might, it'll probably be sooner, honestly, but I give myself three days just in case the feelings, you know, if the energy is not right, I can, you know, wait a day. Uh, and nobody will be mad at me because it'll be... <laughs> listed that way. Anyway, so I'm going to do a mini, a mini, like a five minute reading at a a major discount. So people that are 
looking at my website and they're like, wow, it's $30 to get a 15 minute reading, which is already like, I think a pretty good price for someone with my experience level. But anyway, if you really just want to taste and you don't want to meet up with me, or if that makes you feel anxious, I can do any reading as a, a recording that I send to you. You don't have to be available for it. Because I get that not everybody wants to like link up on Zoom and like look a stranger in the eye while they tell you intimate details about yourself. You know, like it can be a really vulnerable experience. And I know that from getting readings, which I also love to do, I love to receive readings. Um, so <clears throat> that those experiences, though, receiving readings have informed the way that I want to offer this uh, as well. I'll send you a five-minute... Um, on this platform, I'm going to be... I need to get approved, so that's why I haven't shared it just yet. But I'll have a link in my socials very soon. Um, and it'll be $15 for a five-minute channeled reading, three cards. It's just like if you have one burning question and you don't need a whole 15 minutes, you just want, you know, I will pack in quite a bit of information um, with insight from your guides in five minutes. I mean, I give five-minute readings all the time through the app that I have been contracted to work through. And, you know... I can't talk too much about that situation just because, yeah, I, you know, I've signed a contract. So uh, just moving forward with my own stuff, I'm also on the same platform. I will be offering um, plant spirit community, <laughs> not plant spirit communication, plant spirit consultations, though I do communicate with plants for this. Um, I will recommend specific plants for your emotional healing. So whatever phase of life you're in, whatever you're going through, you'll send, you know, a couple of lines of text explaining what you're dealing with. And I will send back, it's probably going to be just a, a short video or I can do it in text, right? Where I will, um, depending on your needs, right? I will share, you know, two to five plants that I get the message you can work with for your emotional wellness. And I'm so excited to do this. Um, I'm in training to be a clinical herbalist. I'm not there yet. Just, I say this in the listing. I say it everywhere I post about it. It's not a substitute for therapy. It's not something you can do in place of, um, Oh, somebody sent something nice. That was cool. Somebody was like really excited about this specific offering I'm talking about. Um, but basically, I am, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you to use these things, use these plants for, um, you know, physical health, but for your emotional healing. These are plants you can collaborate with. You're essentially making an alliance. I think this is part of why I love and I'm getting deeper into sorcery because all of it is making alliances. In fact, one of the reasons, because like for a while, sorcery terrified me. I'm like making alliances with spirits. Like what? You know, that sounds very scary. You know, indoctrination can really get in the way of something like that. 
And, you know, I know that firsthand. But the message I got when I was talking to my guides about making spirit alliances for sorceress uh, intent was that they're like, "Um, you make spirit alliances all the time. You're you're making alliances just every every day, all the time with the plant spirits and the spirits of the land and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's more, but some of it's a little personal. So, um, (laughs) I noticed myself, you know, like sharing a lot before I realize it, but you know, that's fine. I don't, I don't have anything here to hide. It's more just like, sometimes I get the message that like parts of my practice are just for me, but this is something I'm really, I'm really excited about this. Um, I don't know of anybody else doing exactly this kind of work. Um, I am so grateful to my herbal teachers that have taught me so much about the physical properties and constituents of plants and how they can be allies for us physically. And I do, I am very interested in going deeper with clinical herbalists. I believe with clinical herbalism, I believe we really can't have too many herbalists on the planet. And I'm really, really blessed to be in community with herbalists who are not, um, at least from my understanding, I don't feel the sort of competition and weirdness that I sometimes feel with other readers. And I think that is, you know, part of that isn't it's not all me, but I think some of that is me, you know, it's something I'm working through. Not seeing everything as competition. It it took me actually quite a long time to realize I was even unconsciously doing that, like comparing. But anyhow, so those are two offerings coming soon to a link that I will share with you soon if you're interested. It's like for $15, you can get, you know, I can pack in quite a bit. And that's what I intend to do, you know, that I want to be able to share this medicine with people for less, not for less, um, as far as like, you know, I want to give value for, I want, excuse me, to add value to your life for, with whatever, whatever is needed. I want to you know, be available, have things accessible. But I also don't want to do this to my detriment. I don't want to just be, you know, leaking energy everywhere, right? Um, (laughs) That's something I'm still working on, right? I'm still figuring out my boundaries. I mean, I think my boundaries are pretty strong when it comes to tarot reading, but my boundaries in my personal life still need help, you know? I think it's a journey, but one thing I've started doing, and I, I feel like I'm pissing people off when I do this, but, you know, if you come in my DMs with a bunch of stuff and, and don't ask consent, right? If you are chatting with me on a post and then you take it to the DMs and share a bunch of personal stuff, I'm getting a lot better at saying, I just can't hold space for you right now. Like I, you know, I can't have this conversation. I don't consent to this conversation. It's not that I want to make you feel guilty. I don't ever want the other person to think I'm like mean and unapproachable. 
And I think that fear of being seen as like harsh has kept me has kept me in a position of appeasement, which I'm just not about it. I can't, I can't just appease people. I'm sorry. It's, I'm not sorry though. (laughs) It's just not possible for me to do that and be emotionally well. And so kind of allowing that sort of thing to happen over time, it's established patterns, you know, where people do that and I don't say anything. My favorite is when somebody asks me a question and I answer it, and then they're like, thanks, girl. (laughs) It's like I already have overridden what I'm really available for for you, and then you misgender me. Again, it's like they don't realize they're doing anything wrong, but it's it hurts my feelings. And I the main thing I think here is that it's taught me that there's no reason for me to do that. I think for a long time, part of part of my shit, I guess, part of my baggage has been, well, I'm here. I, I feel like my purpose is to help people heal and heal myself. So I need to be available all the time. I need to actually do that, blah, 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 right? But it's just shitty boundaries. It's shitty boundaries. I do not have to be available all the time. Therapists, not that not that this is therapy because it sure ain't. But, you know, other healing professionals, people who dedicate all their time or most of their life to healing, they're still not available constantly. And I think part of that, um, it's just, it's codependent, you know, it's, I end up with people that don't really respect my time, that don't really respect my modality. They just want a quick answer. And then because they don't really respect it, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I can just ask them or in their mind, I'll ask her. And then um, then they just kind of disregard what I say because it's like they think this is a hobby. I don't know. I wish it could be a hobby. I wish I didn't rely on this income to survive. I wish that I could just give free readings, free plant education. Like I want to just give it for free and I actually do. <laughs> I have I have given a lot for free. Um or I should frame this more correctly. I have had patrons who have, you know, hit the higher levels of Patreon. The ones that say you don't get any, get anything additional at this level, but it helps me, you know, support the work so that I can give people readings when they literally don't have a dollar. And I've stood by that. <laughs> I always, you know, I have, um, I have people that I have shared medicine with who are literally behind bars, you know, like I, I don't care. I think everybody is deserving of healing. However, there's a really big difference between I'm offering, I see that you're having a hard time or I get, you know, that sense that like, oh, you're dealing with some shit, whatever. We have already established a connection. Um, Gentle reminder, for the most part, I do not, I do not offer readings just out of the blue via DMs. I don't. And in fact, with DMs, most of the time, 
unless I'm responding to a story or something, um, I will ask consent before I DM you. And that's because I want to be asked as well. Uh, My energy is just because of my neurodivergence, you know, I'm either hyper-focused and that takes a lot of energy or I'm really, really low energy. And again, it's like the Charlie Brown teacher thing. I, I don't necessarily function the same at all times. And I know that that's true for all people to some extent, but for me, it's a very extreme thing. And it has been difficult to communicate consistently with anyone. It's really tough. It's tough when you're parenting and you need to be a safe, available adult at all times. It's difficult. You know, there's all these different reasons why um, I have felt like, oh, I'm just a shitty person. You know, I feel very stressed at certain moments when somebody tries to talk to me. And it's because my mind, I just can't compute in that moment. I'm, you know, it's not that I'm disassociating. I'm not leaving my body. It's just that I don't register words in the same way, especially around my period like now. So all of that to say, I'm working on my boundaries and I'm working on ways I can let people know when they're, when they're over the line. Um, you know, I've been highly reactive in my life when someone has an, has established a boundary with me before too, um, because I didn't understand that a boundary, I've heard someone else say this, but I, it resonated, right? A boundary means I'm trying to keep you in my life. I, if I don't care about you, I would just block you, you know, if you're being abusive, I still might block you. And that doesn't mean I don't care about you. It just means that I'm not going to let you talk to me just however. And I have a few, you know, longer term connections where maybe we have a pattern of just treating each other however. And I, I can't do that anymore. I really can't. I will make my needs and my boundaries clear in our connection, or I'll do my best to do so. And otherwise, you know, I really want that from the other person as well. I do. And we're taught, it's so shitty, but we are taught to pretend that we're just okay with everything, that we don't really have needs, that, you know, whatever the story is, right? I especially, not always, but especially men. So when a man opens up, and is, you know, sharing something on his heart, and I'm the one receiving it, but I'm not in a space to receive it, I try to be careful with how I reject that communication, right? Like, I'm really just not available for it. And if you've listened to any of my other episodes of this podcast, you might understand why I'm a little uncomfortable when a masculine person slides into my DMs and shares a, a bunch of information. It's like, you know, it doesn't matter how many years ago things happen, really. It's it's still something I worry about, you know? It's like, well, you know, I have male friends, obviously, and masculine friends. And I say masculine because the actual 
someone's gender isn't isn't always a factor, but I will say that, you know, if you're a guy and and we have an established connection, I'm not saying don't ever communicate with me, don't talk to me. Um, but because of my experiences online and just in general and with religious within religious groups, it's like, okay, there's a point where I get uncomfortable, even if it's just emotional, like intimate sharings, um, because what is the subtext, right? What is the subtext? What is, what are you getting from that? You know, um, I, I want to be a friend and I do want to be available for, for people, but if I'm not available, I'm going to let you know. And, um, I also want to mention, like, I'm sure I've done this, right? I think emotional dumping, until I learned that term a few years ago, I really, I'm sure I was just emotionally shitting on everybody because I had a lot of feelings and I didn't know what to do with them and I didn't know how to process them and I didn't have a therapist, right? I think some of these people, they just need somebody to vent to, to talk to. And let me be clear, it is okay to do that with people, but the key is to get consent, And I know people act like, you know, on Twitter, you'll see people making jokes like, oh, emotional dumping. Somebody just made that up to make you feel guilty for having feelings. Absolutely fucking not. not That's not what that is. You need consent. You need to ask consent. I'm sorry. If we're online, you can't judge where I'm at, right? If we're in person, you can kind of gauge like, okay, well, myth is has a raspy voice right now and they're complaining a lot. Maybe it's not a good time to share all this stuff, you know, but online it's like, oh, they don't have to answer this message right away. I'm sure it's fine. You know, I don't even know if you think that far. All I know is that this is a pattern. A lot of people do it to me because I'm maybe, I hope that it's because I'm a safe place and I do want to be that. But in order for me to be safe, I also can't just accept these, you know, I can't emotionally handle everything at all times. I can't hold space for that. I'm in the space of a reading. I'm prepared. There's an energetic exchange. I know going in that some trauma might come up. But I just want to remind people that I'm a traumatized person too. I need a new therapist. Mine ended up going to a different place because she was underpaid. I'm so sad about it, but I don't have a therapist right now. Not because she quit me, but she quit the place where I was going. All right. And without that support for my mental health, without the support of medication that I no longer have access to, you know, I really, I got to I got to mind my boundaries extra well. I got to, you know, remind people that I'm a traumatized person. I've had people DM me about, you know, abusers, like literally trigger warning. I'm going to talk about my assault. You know, um, I've had someone before send me his dating profile and say, is this the guy? Is this the guy who raped you? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it is. I, 
you know, I, even at the time, I just don't, I don't think I said anything, but it's like, does anybody not, do y'all not realize that if you go through something like that, no matter how well the person is doing now, that that is not okay. It is not okay. If you're gonna, you know, send emails to like people that that person knows now, please don't use my fucking name because I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not interested. I have said my piece. You know, I don't want to share my sexual assault story here and I don't have to. Okay. I shared one story that, um, was difficult to share. And I know many people listened to it where I read the victim impact statement. And that was nasty sexual harassment via email. But my actual, the sexual assault I experienced, I will not be telling that story here. And uh, I don't owe anyone that story. But with that said, I also, I don't want to be associated with either with any of the people who've done me harm like if you make it a point for you to you know dox those people don't use my name I I don't recommend doing it don't do it don't dox them don't go after them um when it happened I filed a police report I did everything I was supposed to do nothing happened I did not follow up because I felt like there was it was pointless and it was because as far as I know, uh, both the people are just living their fucking life, <laughs> you know? So uh, that's it. I don't, I don't need anyone to go after them. I don't want you to. Just leave it alone. Because I don't want to be associated. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't choose to be associated with this piece of shit. So whatever you're doing... Whatever you feel called to do as far as like their current life, don't don't use my name. Don't add me in the mix. I don't consent to that. I wish people would think about how that actually affects me and other survivors of sexual trauma. It's not it, we didn't ask for this in any way. I was never asking for it and I'm still not asking for it. You know, don't talk to me about it. I'm not available for that conversation. And of course, you know, because I'm mentioning it here, somebody's going to probably reach out and uh, don't, (laughs) don't do it. (laughs) Um, I know that part of it is like, oh shit, I knew this person. I didn't know that happened. You know, they want to hear from me. I, you, you're not owed that though. Okay. You're not. Uh, Both in both cases of you know, me being on the receiving end of some, some bullshit, some bullshit sexual abuse. That is, I, um, I did what I thought I was supposed to do, which is speak up. And I've gotten zero benefit from that, (laughs) like zero, which is fine. I don't need benefits, but I don't need, uh, additional bullshit from it. So, um, I also just want to mention for any survivors listening to this, it's actually not your job to warn other people as much as I felt like when this happened, I felt really guilty for not warning other people 
or whatever for handling the abuse poorly, whatever that means, you know, like who could prepare for that? And how, what is the correct way to respond? You know, um, I think too, abusers kind of look for people. I, I don't know if it's intentionally, maybe I, but I think that they look for people who are already like emotional or a lot, right? People already assume, oh, this person's a lot. They're too much. They're a flirt. They're slutty. Whatever the story is, right? They look for people who are already kind of, you know, people don't take them seriously for whatever reason. Um, and they bank on that because then when we do speak up, it's like, oh, well, you know, they're too, they're just all, they're just drama, you know? So whatever. I don't, I don't care. All I'm saying is keep my name out your fucking mouth if you're going to go after them and don't DM me about it. Um, you know, I've, I've responded to these DMs, you know, in different ways. And I'm not mad at anyone because I know your heart's in the right place, especially people that have been through shit, uh, themselves, but I can't emotionally handle that your shit. I'm, you know, on top of mine. Um, in this context, at least, you know, like I can, clearly I can hold space for people. I do it all the time, but that's within the container of a reading and it's not about me, you know, but your feelings about my trauma are just, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't need them. I, I appreciate you if you're, if you give a shit about me, but I just, I need some more, I need some space from it. I should not have to constantly, like, when I open my inbox, like, there's my rapist's face looking at me. Like, dude, I just, to me, it's so fucking obvious that you don't do that, right? But clearly not obvious to everyone. And again, I know your heart's in the right place because in all of the cases that this has happened, you know, people are trying to prevent this happening to someone else. And I can appreciate that as someone who wishes it didn't happen to me, obviously. But that burden isn't mine. So I don't know. I want to say from now on, I'm going to ignore it. But I know that's not true. From now on, I'm probably just going to be like, I'm not available for this conversation because it's like, (coughs) it's out of pocket. Anyway, so that's what's on my mind. That's what's on my heart. Um, you know, as we're moving from Pisces into Aries season, you know, it's from the end to the beginning is what it feels like in Pisces season. It's so, so watery, so much like, so my dreams are whack, (laughs) you know, there's so much trauma like bubbling up for me to deal with. And I, I think especially this Pisces new moon time, there was a lot of old shit and unaddressed shit that is coming up for all of us. And I'm, I even feel like on a physical level, that's, that's here for me. But, um, yeah, if you're, if you're going through it, if you're feeling a lot of feelings, like it's fine. Uh, it's, you know, it's part of, it's part of the process and Yeah, you know, I'm really working on not being judgy 
on not not being harsh, like genuinely being not so hard on other people, right? I'm trying to not be so hard on other people. So boundaries are difficult because of that for me, because it's like, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be harsh, but I also want to be kind to myself when it comes to what I'm actually okay with and available for. For as hard as I can be on other people, I am so fucking hard on myself. Even today when I'm like feeling like shit and, you know, I'm horizontal right now because I'm on my period or about to be on my period, like I've said like 500 times and this raspy voice shit and, you know, whatever else I have under the surface, it's like for some reason, maybe it's just the goat part of me which is most of me, I, um, I'm like, wow, I already feel like shit. Might as well push through a bunch of admin work and like the boring technical stuff that I don't like to do. So I've been laying in bed and also working. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I just, I needed to get this out and off my heart because I, I don't want one person to feel like I'm singling them out. I don't want to send a tweet that's like a sub tweet. You know, I don't want to send a post out that somebody thinks I'm talking about them specifically. I'm not. Okay. It's the amount of shit in my inbox that is just, you know, emotional dumping, whether it's in relation to my trauma or not. It's like, I just can't do it, baby. It doesn't matter. I I want you to have deep connections. I love heart to heart talks with people. But the difference is consent. It's asking. It's like, hey, myth, can I just share something on my heart? Or, you know, I've I've had this on my mind, whatever. I welcome your emails. Y'all, if you want to send me something and it's a lot, send it via email. Because I don't check my email like I do other stuff. If you're, you know... If you're in our community, it's not that I don't want to hear from you. I've just created channels specifically for you to do that that are not my DMs where my mom is going to send something, you know, or my cousin or whatever. Um, The Discord is a fucking great place. I actually have on our Discord, our Discord, by the way, is called Big Shirt Family because Big Shirt is the way, it's the comfort. Um you know, I, anyway, so big shirt family discord. The best thing about it is there's all these different channels, right? If you want to share about your dreams and get reflections, if you want to trade tarot readings, there are people doing that in the discord, but also there's a channel called, I think it's called, um, catharsis sanctuary. And there you can vent, you can just unload whatever you have on your heart. I want to give people space to do that, but I'm not going to let it happen to my detriment anymore. So anyway, I'm going to stop ranting about this. I just, I needed to say it and I needed to say it somewhere where I could get my entire point in where I'm not, you know, I feel like as much as I love social media, it's just everything has to be so condensed that there's just very little room for nuance. I think that 
I can really fall into the same binary thinking as other people. I'm not immune to that at all. Um, so yeah, here, here's my official, what I have to say about emotional dumping and yeah, it's also fine if you don't agree and you think that venting anytime, anywhere is fine and you're open for that. Excellent. It sounds like you don't have, you know, thousands of followers on Twitter who do that to you and good uh, for you that you don't have to deal with that. Or you, maybe you personally, your capacity for ex- hearing upsetting information is much um, larger than mine, okay? Again, congratulations. If you don't see a problem with emotional dumping, cool. But I still don't want it. And that's that's what I have to say about it. I can't just be available all the time for everything. And yeah, all right. I think that's it. I was going to keep talking. I was going to share more. But honestly, uh, the dreams I've been having that I I kind of want to share them, but I don't feel like they're ready. The most important thing I think is that I just want to get across right now is to consider consent around communication. It's like consent around communication does not take anything away. It creates safety. And when you enforce boundaries, you're not doing something to someone else. You're actually just keeping a space just for yourself. You're keeping yourself safe. That is different from walls, (laughs) right, that you've built. That's different from... Um, you know, just pushing everyone out, which I have had to work on discerning because I do have a tendency to isolate. If you're a good friend of mine and we haven't talked in like a year or several months or something, um, just know that I also have family that I haven't talked to in a long time. And it's, it's purely out of just, this is the way that my neurodivergence works. Sometimes I will think about people. I will intend to, communicate and I don't. And I'm really working on it because you know, a lot of the people I love so so dearly, I haven't I haven't reached out to in a long time. And I just want you to know it's not you. It is the fact that my DMs are so full and my plate is really full. And I hope I I have this feeling and I've had it for a while that things are going to shift. Things are going to shift in a big way. And I don't know if that's just work. I don't know if we're going to find, you know, the magical, perfect solution for my son to go to school. I hope so. I want that really badly. Um, Whatever the case, things are shifting. And I, um, where was I going with that? Yeah, it's, it's not forever, but yeah, things are changing. I am, I'm excited for Aries season. I really am. It's my Nana's birthday and I, I just love Aries season. I don't have any Aries at all in my chart except for, is it Eris? There's some outer planet or asteroid that we all have Aries in. Oh, I forget now. It's like a newer 
discovered planet. I don't know. I'm not an astrologer and I just highlight my ignorance every time I talk about it. But I um I'm forever curious, you know. I'm forever um interested in especially I feel like I love weirdo astrology. And this is part of why I haven't buckled down and studied it to share and I never intend to give astrology readings. I'm just not interested to look at other people's astrology that much. I want to look in your cards. I want to read your energy. But when it comes to astrology, it's just a lot of, it feels like a lot of math, though it may not be. Um, I just like the weirdo astrology. I want to know about the asteroids. I want to know about, you know, the celestial bodies that you're not going to see on an app for the most part. I just find that stuff interesting. Um, Maybe it's just in the way that I'm not like other squirrels, right? I have to be different, have to be whatever. Um, I have to be a little different, but um, yeah, the weirdest asteroid, you know. Um, What else was I going to say? Yeah, things are shifting. I, I will have more to share soon. I made a post on Patreon, I guess it was yesterday, where <laughs> it sounds so sad, but I was just like, oh, I, f- I feel like uninspired again. Maybe I'll make something again someday. Well, here, I'm making something again. Um, A lot of it is kind of ranting, but, you know, maybe there's something here that resonates for you or something you haven't thought of. What I don't want is for anybody to feel self-conscious talking to me because I've talked about my boundaries. I actually really want to encourage safety. Um, You can know that when we're communicating, I'm really good with it and I'll let you know if I'm not. So I have a few clients that um, I've given like full permission to just email me and I, uh, I, I do a lot better with email just because it's that long form, it's in my email, I can look at it, you know, we can discuss whatever. Um, But yeah, the people that I email back and forth with, I don't feel that sense of like, you know, oh, I need help, like right now, kind of urgent thing. Oh, somebody just got pulled over outside my house. Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go watch... (laughs) Make sure they're okay. That's something I typically do. Um, just because there's a spot near my house where people get pulled over often. And I just, I know how cops treat people. So anyhow, I, <laughs> with that said, if you want to support this podcast where I may mainly just talk about myself and what's going on in my life, you can head on over to Patreon if you're not there already. Um, or if you want a reading from me, my readings are open. Excuse me. If my voice stays this fucked up, I might close, but probably not. Um, so for now, my readings are open at sleepyhousehealing.com, Patreon, Sleepy House Healing. What else is there? I don't know. I think that's it. Okay. I love you. Bye.